0: Welcome to a special episode of 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. This one titled, How the Jack-o'-Lantern Got Its Name. Takes us deep into the foggy bogs of England and Ireland, where odd glowing lights could be seen at night, hanging over marshes and swampland, sometimes luring travelers off the beaten path to what they thought was the friendly glow of a house light or lantern. These mysterious lights were called Will-o'-the-Wisps, with the wisps being a bundle of sticks lighted at the end, and Will, a common name then and now, being the name of the person carrying the light. He was known as the Will of the Wisps, or Will o' the Wisp. It became the fashion to carve faces into large turnips, since they didn't have pumpkins in England at that time, and to place candles inside the carved turnips, so they could carry the turnips at night, ostensibly to ward off evil spirits but maybe just to have some fun comparing carved faces. Who knows? There's also a legend that goes back to Druid times regarding the Samhain Festival, the Night of the Dead, which has morphed into what we celebrate as Halloween today. During Samhain, villagers would dress as evil spirits and place lit gourds and turnips around their thatch huts to scare off evil spirits. When the Irish came to America, they brought their legends with them and quickly discovered pumpkins. Now there was something that could be carved. But now with pumpkins they needed a better name than Will-o'-the-Wisp, so they turned to an old Irish legend called Stingy Jack. There's numerous versions of the legend of Stingy Jack, but the general story is that there was a sinful drunkard named Jack who encountered the devil and convinced the devil to come and have a drink with him before the devil would take him down to hell. The devil being an old lush himself, agreed. And after Jack had drunk his fill and after he admitted he had no money to pay, he asked the devil to cover the bill. Now everyone knows the devil doesn't carry money. So here they were, both broke and looking at a hefty bar tab. So Jack suggested he, the devil, transform himself into a silver coin so Jack could pay the bill. Well, the devil being a little tipsy, and lacking in sound judgment at the time. And Jack being the smart bugger he was, the trick worked, and the devil transformed himself into the coin, at which point Jack quickly stuck the coin into a small money pouch which had a crucifix on it, trapping the devil. In order to get Jack to let him out, the devil made a deal with Jack that he'd give him ten more years of life. The bargain was struck, and after ten years, the devil returned for Jack. But ever clever Jack made the request that the devil fetch him an apple from way up in a tree. There were probably a few drinks exchanged at this point, which isn't included in the legend, because the devil, lacking in sound judgment, once again gave in to another one of Jack's brilliant ideas, climbed the tree, and fetched an apple for Jack. While he was up in the tree, Jack carved a crucifix into the bark at the base of the tree, thereby trapping the devil who could apparently turn into a coin, but couldn't turn into a bird, or couldn't just hop down past the crucifix instead of climbing down when he reached that point. A second deal was struck, this time with Jack demanding that the devil never take his soul to hell. The devil agreed, and, being known for honesty and integrity, kept his word once Jack let him go. Of course, Jack eventually died, and upon arriving at Heaven's Gates, unfortunately found out that his sinful life made it so he couldn't get in. He then went and visited the entrance to hell to try and get in there, but the devil wouldn't let him in owing to his previous promise. Being once again apparently kind and generous though the devil did give Jack an ever-burning coal from hell to use to light his way and warn other people of Jack's presence. Jack then placed it in a carved turnip and proceeded to wander the earth for all eternity until he got to the new world and exchanged his turnip for a pumpkin, and his burning lump of coal for a candle. And that's how the legend of Stingy Jack goes. The first known instance of the word jack-o'-lantern appearing in literature was in 1837 in Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Great Carbuncle. And here's the quote from there. Hide it under thy cloak, sayest thou? Why, it will gleam to the holes, and make thee look like a jack-o'-lantern. And here's some great jack-o'-lantern facts. The first known pumpkins were grown in Mexico around 6,000 B.C. The most jack-o'-lanterns ever lit in one location was in Highwood, Illinois in 2011. The citizens of this town got together and carved and lit an astounding 30,919 pumpkins in close proximity to one another, beating the previous record by nearly 800 jack-o'-lanterns. And another... The record for the largest pumpkin ever grown has been broken numerous times in the last five years, but at present, the record holder is Benny Meyer with a 2,323.7 pound world record pumpkin. The pumpkin size explosion was thanks partially to a Nova Scotia man, Howard Dill, who was another name in a long line of record breakers. He then patented and started selling Dill's Atlantic Giant Seeds, which various growers have used and crossed with other varieties to create even bigger pumpkins, with nearly all the record holders since Dill using some variety of Dill's Atlantic Giant Seeds. Approximately 1.5 billion pounds of pumpkin are grown in the United States alone every year, with about 85% of pumpkins that are further processed for food-type items grown by Nestle. Thanks for joining us with this special edition of 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. To catch all our episodes, just visit us at 1001storiespodcast.com. Stay tuned for some jack-o'-lantern humor right after this message from our sponsor. We're very proud to announce that Blue Apron has joined us as a new sponsor. These are the guys who make home cooking available to everyone in the continental U.S. and who helped me recently to discover I can cook. I have made three Blue Apron meals in the past week, and my wife and I are blown away by how unique and delicious they are. Everything arrives in a box marked, Refrigerate Immediately, and inside you'll find a thermal bag loaded with labeled and super fresh ingredients, along with eight and a half by 11 inch glossy recipe sheets that tell you how to prepare it and describe the ingredients. Our first meal was caramelized onion and kale quiche with frisee and pear salad. It was absolutely delicious, and my wife loved it as well. One meal, and we became Blue Apron fans. And now that I have that recipe sheet, I can add that to our collection of home favorites. I'm looking forward to an upcoming pan-seared chicken with roasted fall vegetables and butter caper sauce. Blue Apron has asked me to give away some free meals to my listeners, so they set up a webpage for us at www.blueapron.com forward slash 1001 that's blueapron.com slash 1001 go there now check out the recipes the terms the packages and the prices for instance if you're a couple you would order three recipes a week each recipe is two meals with this offer you get your first three meals free shipping is always free you can skip any week and you can cancel at any time Check out all the information at blueapramcom forward slash 1001. Try it. I promise you, you'll have fun with it, and you'll want to enjoy it more in the future. If you're outside of the continental U.S., I'm so sorry. One thing you can do is forward this podcast to any of your friends in the U.S. who could take advantage of it and let them know that this offer is out there. It's a great offer. And now for your special entertainment, some jack-o'-lantern humor. Question. Why were the two pumpkins so close? Answer. They had deep roots. And now for you math majors. What do you get if you divide the circumference of a pumpkin by its diameter? Answer. Pumpkin pie, spelled P-I. Question. Why was the jack-o'-lantern afraid to cross the road? Answer. It had no guts. Question. What did the jack-o'-lantern say to the pumpkin? Answer. Cut it out. Question, why did jack-o'-lanterns have wicked smiles? Answer, because they just had their brains scooped out, dummy. And here's a jack-o'-lantern story. One day, two pumpkins, who were best friends, were walking together down the street. They stepped off the curb, and a speeding car came around the corner and ran one of them over. The uninjured pumpkin called 911 and helped his injured friend as best as he was able. The injured pumpkin was taken to emergency at the hospital and rushed into surgery. After a long and agonizing wait, the doctor finally appeared. He told the uninjured pumpkin, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is that your friend is going to pull through. The bad news is he's going to be a vegetable for the rest of his life.